What's up, everyone? Welcome back to this week's episode of the Three Things Podcast. I'm super pumped to be joined with Tony Genocore this episode. Uh, Tony is a Boston-based strength conditioning coach. He was one of the co-founders of Cressy Sports Performance and now owns and operates his own gym called Core out in Boston. Tony and I have an unreal conversation. He's one of the most candid individuals that I've been following in the fitness industry for a long time. So uh, this is literally a full circle moment for me. Um, super thankful Tony made some time on a Friday afternoon to get on the podcast. I'm not going to dive into too much of what we talk about because I want you to listen to it, but please enjoy. Reach out to Tony um, with any questions you may have, and I will see you next week. talking about myself and I feel like it's so it's so redundant because you're like oh how'd you get started in the industry like, what are you, where, where are you from and what have you done and um but you know I, it's obviously relevant I'm uh I've been in the industry for 17 years so 2002 I think I have my my math correct um spent the first five years of my career working in corporate fitness and commercial fitness commercial gyms um, and then uh, uh, got together with uh, Eric Cressy in 2005, and we worked at a, at a gym together in Connecticut. We moved to Boston. We opened up Cressy Sports Performance in 2007 with Pete Dupuy, and um, I was there for eight years helping to, to build that brand and then also kind of working to build my small little brand underneath that, underneath that umbrella. And then... Um, I had left in 2015, and now I own a small studio in, in Boston, and I train mostly Gen Pop clients now. So I went from training a lot of professional athletes and college athletes and high school athletes to now it's just uh, people who want to get stronger and move better and be basically badasses, and um, still keeping up with my writing. I write for my website quite a bit. I write for... Um, most of the major publications in fitness, so T Nation, Men's Health, Women's Health. Um, and then I, I, I'm very fortunate in that I, I get to travel quite a bit, too, across North America and, and across the world. So that, that, to me, has been kind of the highlight of my career And that knowing where I'm from, which is a very, very, very small town in, in central New York. It's cornfields and dairy farms. Uh, knowing that I've been to Australia, and I've been to London, and I've, I've, I've been to Oslo and Prague, and that's really fucking surreal. <laughs> um, uh, and I feel very lucky and fortunate that people want to listen to what I have to say and that I'm relevant, which, again, is, I kind of feel like there's a degree of imposter syndrome on my end, cause, and, I, and to some degree, I think a lot of people get that, but... Um, and, and it still it still resonates a little bit. It's still there, um, but I also have to look back and be like, "Hey, I've 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 worked my butt off for 15 years, and I deserve it, damn it!" And uh, um, but yeah, in in the, in the grand scheme of things, I feel very fortunate and, and lucky that I get to do what I do. Yeah, that's uh, you're quite literally the first fit pro fitness person when I was in college, SUNY Plattsburgh. Shout out homecoming this weekend. Oh, um, wow. Real okay. upstate. I don't know. You said yeah. central New York and there's well, kind of like sister, a thing. My sister went to, to Plattsburgh for college. Nice. 
And uh, so I know where it is. Oh, that's that's, way the fuck that's up. real upstate. <laughs> I don't know. I'll have to ask you later where, you know, what upstate New York is for you. It's kind of like a running joke on different. Well, I said central New York, technically. I didn't say upstate. So. Well, still, but like no one's ever said central. So like, yeah. I, I mean, well, that's a whole new realm. That's, that's kind of my neck okay. of People still say that's upstate. If you're talking to people like in Long Island, yeah. the city, it's crazy. Yeah. Upstate, yes. It's it's a it's a running joke on this podcast, um, but this is this is pretty great. I attended the Strong Body Strong Mind workshop uh, earlier this year in Boston with you and your wife Lisa Lewis, yep. um, and you phenomenal. Like this is just it's unbelievable. I have a podcast and Tony Gentle Course sitting on the other side of the screen. So oh, well, I will thank you. I was thank you for I'm making the time. Entertain you in your undergraduate years. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> So for those that are tuning in, um, three things is, is basically just three concepts that I'm going to talk to Tony about, ask Tony about, and get his take on. Um, he doesn't know what this is, so shout out to you, Tony, for coming on without knowing a damn yeah, thing I, we're going to talk I, about. I what you're going to ask me. So. <laughs> and uh, we'll just go from there. Um, so the first thing, and this is something you talked, um, you mentioned you, like, you keep up with your writing and, and you write all over the place. I think that's how I, I first actually, you know, back in the day, 2000. Eight young Casey reading Teen Nation, wanting to get his bicep game right, came across Tony Gentlecore and, and his history ever since. Um, but in what, this is something that I, I've, I've followed you on social media and you've talked about and, and you've kind of alluded to. And it seems like maybe you, you aren't afraid to bring it to light or you're one of the people who actually has like a heart in this industry. And, and how do you handle critical comments? Um, you know, some might say trolls, but sometimes I feel like people like, throw some shade at Tony Genocore and you handle it like a professional every time. Yep. Um, and I know you've, you've been in the, in the fitness world for a long time now writing for a long time. What's kind of like been your approach on handling critical feedback and how you've kind of dealt with that over the last, I mean, 10, 15 years now that you've kind of been in, in the forefront. Yeah. Um, well, thank you for that compliment because I, I, uh, it's, it's really hard to keep professional sometimes. You do a really good job. But, you know, I, I, don't, I don't go out of my way to be controversial. Um, so, I mean, comparatively speaking, I don't feel like I get a ton of shade. Um, and when I do get it, uh, I have to really kind of lean in a little bit and see, like, is it warranted? Like, maybe, maybe something I said is a little bit off or isn't right or isn't factually correct or, you know, there is a different perspective on it. And I, I, I'm all for leaning in on that and listening to other people's um, opinions on stuff and, and how they do things. Um, you know, and I, and honestly, if, if it is a hundred percent troll uh, situation where it's just somebody is just trying to get a reaction and that does happen where I, it doesn't, it doesn't work. It doesn't behoove me to, to, to participate in that. It doesn't help my business. It doesn't help me gain more followers. It doesn't help me come across as a fitness professional for me to engage in that behavior, if that makes sense. Yeah. So, um, if it is one of those like true trolley situations, uh, I really, I just kind of diffuse it and just kind of like, I'll just come back and just kind of like be like, say something completely comical or, or, um, um, uh, self or self deprivating where I'm just like, where I don't give them any more ammunition to participate further. Cause they're trying, they're trying to get me to engage. I'm like, Oh no, fuck you. Like, duh, duh, duh. Yeah. um, and that, and I'll just be like, I'll just like 
not, I just won't participate in that. Because <laughs> uh, it's, it's just, it, it's not worth my time, to be honest. Like, and that's kind of how I view it. Um, but sometimes people bring up valid points. And, uh, and, I, and even in that, when it's that type of situation, uh, you know, I, I do try to engage in a, in a respectful and, and, and um, professional manner. Where, or sometimes it's, it's just really as simple as me saying, you know, thank you for your comment. Thank you for reading. I see where you're coming from. Um, and then I'll take it from there. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's a little bit. And then when I do it that way, then it, it definitely brings the level down a little bit. So, um, and it's happened a couple times where I was just like, you know, I mean, I remember there's a situation thinking of recently where I was getting trolled pretty hard by another fitness professional um, about stuff I had written 10 years ago. Right. And I'm like, my was 10 years ago. Like, you know, I, I, my views have changed since then. Like, and, and, and how I diffuse it was just saying, you know, I'm sorry that you, you took offense. Uh, you know, I will be the first to admit that, you know, early in my career, I didn't, I, I was, I was ignorant. Uh, I didn't, I didn't know everything. And, and what I wrote then is not how I feel about things now. Hopefully you can accept my apology. Uh, and it, it was diffused. Yeah. Like he wrote back like, Hey, that was really cool of you to say that. Thank you. And, and now we're, we're internet buddies, you know? So, um, I don't know if I answered your question, but. Well, you know, uh, I think the thing is you kind of alluded to it. It just kind of comes with accountability. Like, you know, if you write something and people have feedback on it, like be accountable for yourself and what you may have said at 10 years ago, or kind of may how you just may have presented yourself in a situation. Cause you can write something, but it doesn't mean you know how people are going to take it or, or interpret it on their end. Yeah. Um, and I think that's kind of the, the answer that I, I pulled from that. I don't know if you have anything to add to that, but you just not afraid to say, Hey, yeah, hands up me. Like I messed up. Like, and I, I own that. Yeah. And then there, there's times where I, where I know I'm correct. And it's just like, you no, know, I do things what I do and that's how I do it. And it works for me and go fuck yourself. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, you know, I think Nick Tumanello, um, he's written and spoken on this often where, you know, it's one thing to engage with somebody on the internet and it's one, and it's completely different when you engage them in person. Like when it's funny because when it's in person, it's very professional. Uh, and what people say to you in person is way different than what they would say to you, uh, online. And he'll just say like, um, I, it's not, I don't, it's not mandatory that I have to respond to you or I have to answer your question. Um, that's just not how it works online. Um, so I, and I, you know, so I, I really respect that where, where he's come from when he, when he explains how he approaches stuff like that. Um, yeah. and that's kind of how I approach it as well. Yeah. 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 That's a great answer. You know, I got, I got nothing. I've just always wondered. I'm like, God, Tony just, he handles it. Like it is well, done so well. The bigger, the bigger message so just to repeat it. Cause I, I do think it, it, it needs reiterating, uh, is again, it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't draw me more business or more of a following or more rec or more recognition by being a jerk online. It really doesn't. So, um, even if I know I'm right, it doesn't, it does to me, it just doesn't shed me in, in the light that I want to be seen in, yeah. um, be a jerk to people online. So, uh, and that's my personal choice. Uh, I know there are some, some coaches and some fit fitness professionals where that is their persona. Uh, and you know, that's their choice. Uh, it, it's not mine. Yeah. Well said. 
Um, I wanted to touch on something too. You, you mentioned like you, the Tony General Core TG uh, became kind of like its own brand, its own thing when you were with Cressy Sports Performance and, and working in there. When did you kind of know like, hey, like, like Tony General Core Core, like this, this could be, this could be a thing. Like when, when did that, like, what was it? Was it like a turning point or was it when you, you like, what kind of like flipped the switch for you? I wouldn't say there was a specific event that, um, that made that happen. Uh, I think in my, in my time at Crusty Sports Performance, which is like eight, eight wonderful years of, of my, my life and my career, um, you know, I think the, my wife and I got married in 20, 2015, um, earlier that year. And when we got married, we were like, okay, well, we're married now. So, um, you know, what do we, where do we see our life going? You know, where do we see my career, her career, and what, what, what does that mean and where is that gonna go? Um, and I think it was really when we got married early that year that I started to think like, hmm, like how, you know, really, how long do I, how much longer do I see myself here at Krusty Sports Performance? Because even by that point, I got in where, you know, I was a, a known name, like I was traveling for speaking engagements, uh, you know, I was continuing to write, um, and, 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 and when you, when you get to the point where you kind of have to like your, your time is money. So I'm yeah. like, well, I could, you know, honestly, I could, I could stay at home and write an article for Teen Nation to make more money doing that than, than coaching for seven hours at Krusty Sports Performance. Um, and I'll be the first to say that there's a lot more value other than money than being from being at Krusty Sports Performance. I mean, when you're and you're learning and just kind of like there that that was invaluable um however when you got to pay the bills <laughs> uh and and there is a more earning potential elsewhere you, you kind of have to like weigh your options yeah um and that's what i did and you know i i i i, I, I kind of walked into a situation where i could sublease space and kind of get my feet wet being on my own and seeing if it would work and um and it did so uh uh, as far as like when I felt like I, my brand was starting to really take off, I mean, that's a hard one for me to, to answer. Uh, cause I mean, that, that, that was something I had been working on since when I first moved to Boston, which yeah. is back in 2006 was when I first moved to Boston and I was writing for, um, the Boston Herald, uh, and, and doing my training on the side and then starting a website and starting to write for T nation and, you know, then starting doing stuff with Dean Somerset and, you know, so that, that was always just kind of like a thing that was, um, happening. Uh, and, and both Eric and Pete and my time at Cressy Sports Performance were completely fine with me doing stuff on the side. Um, but when I was at CSP, I was at CSP, like my job was to be the coach and be present and, you know, be a coach for CS, CSP and to be an ambassador of that brand. Um, but on my own time, I could, I could do what I want. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it just got to the point in, in, in later in my years there that it just made sense and it was time to turn the page and that's what happened. How have you been able to stay consistent with, you know, like, like your writing with your, with your own training, with, you know, training clients, like what are some strategies that you either tell people who maybe need some help in this department or some strategies that you've implemented to just stay consistent? Like, I know one of your big mantras that I love is three by 52. Like you've yep. referenced that as far as training goes, but with like a lot of things on, on the fitness professionals plate, 
um, whether it be just coaching, con ed, networking, you know, maybe you are writing, maybe you are trying to like, you know, start a website or, or, you know, speaking engagements, whatever it is, what are just some strategies you use to stay consistent with all of it? Ah, uh, man, now that's a good question. <laughs> Boom, I finally got one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just, it's going to sound really lame, Casey, but I just do it. <laughs> I mean, uh, I mean, you kind of have to figure out what it is you want to do. Like, do you want to just be a coach? Do you want to do a little bit of writing? Do you want to do online coaching? Do you want to, do you want to present? I mean, I think, I think it's smart for fitness, fitness professionals nowadays because it is a saturated market um, to at some point start to figure out what are some other avenues of revenue streams I can develop so I don't have to rely on any one thing. I think that that's a smart thing to start sooner rather than later. Um, and that could be starting a website, starting a blog, uh, doing online training, um, whatever. Um, you know, and because and, I, I mean, shoot, when I was 30, 30, in between 30, the ages of 30 and 35, when, when we started CSP, um, I was like, well, do I really see myself coaching people on the gym floor for 40 hours a week when I'm 50 years old? Uh, I was like, probably not. So what, what can I do to leverage my time and leverage my strengths to hopefully make some more money elsewhere? And that was writing and doing a blog. Um, that, that kind of organically uh, um, um, trend or became a thing where I started doing more speaking engagements. Um, so, you know, it, yeah. And as far as my, how do I make it all work? Uh, I have a very supportive wife. Um, I mean, as you, you, you've met her, um, who understands that me traveling and being away from family at times, is just part of the gig. Um, so that's been very helpful too. Um, just having a supportive, uh, cast in my corner. Yeah. Yeah, I would, uh, I would second that, um, having a very supportive wife myself. Um, yeah. uh, what would be, in, in kind of moving in, into the subject of family, big fan of pop-up Julian Instagram posts in case you don't get enough of those feedbacks. Um, what would be the best advice, and, and selfishly asking this question because I have a baby due in December, um, for a, a parent in fitness, because it is kind of a time-consuming profession, um, like best advice for just kind of balancing what was probably a pretty normal routine that people kind of established. And, and now you have a baby, like give us the Tony gentle core parenting yeah. advice. Go. That, so Julian, uh, is 20 months old now. So he's coming up on two years old. Um, which man, that that's crazy to think. Yeah. The, the, the first year is not easy. The first few months is definitely not easy. And the first few weeks are like, what the fuck did I just do? <laughs> like, you're like, I remember the first, I'm really excited now. the first night that we brought him home. Uh, I mean, he was colicky. So, which means for, for anyone who doesn't know, like they don't even know what causes colic. It's just like, they cry for no apparent reason. Like you, there, you, 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 it's the big three. It's like, do they need to change diaper? Are they hungry or are they tired? You, you address those three and they're still crying. You're just like, oh, what the hell? Um, but I remember like he, he was just crying, 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 crying the, the first night into the first week. And both Lisa and I were like, what do we do? Um, <laughs> and uh, 
however, both fitness is both uh, is a big part of, of both of our lives. So it was kind of one of those scenarios where you go, I go type of situation. Um, okay, you're going to stay home. I'm going to go to the gym, come back, we'll do the switch. Uh, it is, there, there's a ton of teamwork involved. Um, I think the biggest thing that helped me in that first year of being a dad was I hired my own coach to write my programs. So that helped tremendously because then the last person I wanted to write a program for was myself. Yeah. And that, that definitely helped keep me on task with like, okay, I'm going to the gym, I'm doing this. There's no thinking involved. Um, uh, and I, I mean, I, I had a great year of training. Like I, I, don't, I don't recall missing that many lifts um, as far as like days, uh, you know, but uh, yeah, it's, um, <laughs> I don't, there's, there's no, there's no playbook to being a parent. And, and yeah, being, I know. I just figured, you know, I'm about to go into it. I see, I'm a big fan of pop-up Julian. What is, what does Tony got for parenting advice as far that, as balancing a routine? Thing like that, that is, uh, I mean, how that became a thing was when Lisa went back to work after her maternity leave, uh, she of course wanted to know like what we were up to while she was at work. Uh, so, you know, in the mornings I, you know, I, I would take, I would go for a walk with Julian and the, and the carrier and I'd be like, I'd be like, Oh, let's, let's do a pop-up Julian you know, <laughs> CVS. Okay. Oh, we're, we're at the coffee store. Let's do a pop-up Julian. Um, and then it just, it just took off. Like, I mean, I, I, I started when he was three months old. We're doing it now at 20. Uh, and I have to say, like, when I travel now, um, that is the one thing that a lot of people bring up is pop-up doing and how much they like They're it. They're hysterical. The most, like, dumb thing uh, can become uh, something that people enjoy. Uh, but it, it's going to be kind of cool. It's going to be cool to go back when he's married and have all these videos. Of him oh yeah. Up, so. The grin just gets toothier and toothier. That's, yeah. I think that's the best. Yeah. Part. yeah. Um, so again, I don't know if I answered your question about training and life and, and being a dad, but it's, it's really is teamwork, honestly. Teamwork um, and off board responsibilities that you can. Yeah. There you go. Get some, get people to help you. Uh, okay. So I did this on Wednesday talking to Kevin Carr. It's not a thing. It's not one of the three things. It's a rapid fire. These can be one word answers. These can be, have as much explanation as you need. It was maybe the most fun. I wish my whole podcast was just these rapid fire questions. Okay. Which is worse showing up at an airport. Don't care where envision the worst airport ever. And you have a massive line at TSA or taking a sip of whatever Lisa Lewis is drinking at five o'clock on a Friday night. What is worse? Yeah. Oh, the, the, air, the airplane for sure. I would, wow. the, at the airport, sorry. Yeah, that, that would be way worse. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I could tolerate uh, one of Lisa's drinks for a couple of seconds. That's cool. not, that, although they're, they're pretty strong sometimes. That's, that's, I don't say that in a way like she's a drunk or anything. She just likes, she just likes very hard drinks. You, you're, not, you're not an alcohol guy, so. No, I'm not, I just do not like the taste of alcohol. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know if you trade a, 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 a headphone sanctioned line in TSA. But yeah, but the TSA, that can be, yeah, that could be annoying. Nightmare. For sure. um, so do you like the old Tiesto or do you like the new Tiesto better? Old. Wow, I like the new Tiesto. Yeah. yeah. What's your top, top two, top three Tiesto tracks? Oh, fuck. You got, I, I, I'm having anything, a Anything off the elements of life? Like that, like, like if you did circa like 
2002 to like 2006. Like that's my Tiesto right there. Big fan of new Tiesto, but still have a, a love affinity for Tiesto. Yeah. Um, is Jar Jar Binks a Sith Lord? No. Okay. I honestly, like I didn't, I didn't mind Jar Jar that much, honestly. Like he didn't bother me that much. Was the solo movie as bad as people made it seem? I have not seen it yet. Wow. Yeah. You're big that, movie that, guy. Let me, here's, here's a pro tip, Casey. Here's a dad tip. Uh, you're not going to watch as many movies. <laughs> you're a big movie guy. I know. Like, uh, you're a big Star Wars my, guy. My, my movie watching drastically declined in the past year. You just, um, just got to wait and bring Julie. I, I think that was just, just because like Lisa and I weren't going out as much, but we watched way more television shows. So it's not to say that you don't have time to like watch stuff, but um, it was more Netflix and Hulu and stuff like that. But um, you know, yeah, I haven't, I haven't watched solo yet. It's weird. I know. I, I think I might lose some star Wars uh, fanboy points. Rank wall. Speaking of star Wars, rank these three in order of favorite to least favorite. Okay. Priority, however you want to rank them. Just one is the best. A cat meme, Star Wars, or a deadlift PR? Deadlift PR, Star Wars cat meme. If anyone is listening to this and, and you've ever had any interaction with Tony Gentlecore and you've ever seen a presentation that he's given, you can find all three of those typically in the slide deck. Usually, to usually, on, the first, like, usually on the first slide at once. It literally like might be the title slide. It's, it's pretty great. Um, what's the best advice you've ever gotten? It can be in anything. Uh, it doesn't need to be fitness related. I should um, screenshot your pose right now. That's astute. Yes. Yeah, so I'm looking at this big window. Yeah. Right looking off into like the sun, like through a window, like this is pretty good. Um, you know what? I, I will give full credit to Todd Bumgarner on this one. Um, cause I remember him staying at mine and Lisa's apartment before we had Julian. Um, and cause he was in town doing a um, presentation for Equinox. He was speaking at Equinox. So I was like, Hey, uh, why don't you stay with me? Like, you know, we'll get to hang out. And I remember him and I sitting up late one night talking and I, this is right before, um, this is probably like six or a few months before I even left CSP. Um, and I remember talking to him about it. Uh, I was thinking about leaving and like, you know, what I want to do with my career. Uh, and, and I was, I was basically saying I'm scared to do it. Like I, who I, why, I'd be crazy to leave Cressy sports performance. And he's like, dude, if you don't scare the shit out of yourself, you're not going to do it. Uh, and that, that resonated with me. And that was a, a, a very, very, very good piece of advice and a very wise piece of advice for anyone who knows Todd, like he's a very, philosophical person um, and uh that meant a lot to me when he when he said that so uh that that as far as like recent uh pieces of advice that would be it nice todd bumgarner i think he was episode like 26 so if anyone's listening to this and is like yeah i'd like to listen to more todd i got you i got a lot of todd um Tony Gentlecorn, thank you so much for carving out time on a Friday afternoon. I really appreciate it. Awesome. I, I, wish, I wish all podcasts were like this. That's right, fitness industry. Up your game. <laughs> Take yourself less seriously and exactly. ask about Star Wars and cat memes. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, man. I know you got some travel coming up. Um, and for those that do live under a rock, 
Um, or maybe they're like babies and they just like, they're like 18 and they're like, man, I like to lift weights and do bicep curls and I read T Nation. Um, outside of T Nation, where can people get more information about you? Yeah, uh, my home base for me is my website. So it's my name, tonyjohnlacour.com, and that has everything. It has all my blogs, all links to my articles, podcasts, speaking engagements, pictures of Dagny, which is my cat. Yep. Uh, Not make an appearance. Kind of disappointing. Today? Or- yeah, I thought there'd be a cat like on like somewhere on the table or something. Been on my on my shoulder the whole time. Sue Falsoni had her dog. Just saying. Oh wow! Well, Dagny, <laughs> Dagny would not sit on my shoulder for, for a half hour. Trust me. <laughs> hey man, thank you so much for making the time. I appreciate it. You got it, man. Hi everyone, it's Casey again. I just want to say thank you so much for listening to this week's episode, and I wanted to ask you a huge favor. I don't ask for a lot of favors, but if you could, whatever you're listening to this podcast through iTunes, Google Play Music, SoundCloud, if you could take a minute and just go write a review, I would really appreciate it. I don't get any bonus points or anything like that for it, but I really think it would help get the word out. And if this podcast has helped you, it might help someone else and it'll do a better job of getting that word out to who might need it.